Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic is prayer. We will return to our devotion after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Seasoned in Prayer Written and read by Rev. Kyle Norman When Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened to Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10 The book of Daniel is filled with exciting tales. Daniel stands before kings, proclaiming the sovereignty of God. His friends are cast into fiery furnaces, and he himself is fed to the lions. Yet through it all, Daniel remains unharmed. His life stands as a testimony that faithfulness overcomes fear. God's power is mightier than the power of would-be kings and tyrants. Of course, The secret of Daniel's life and the strength within his faith is his heart of prayer. Daniel pours his heart out to God in prayer passionately and consistently. Daniel's prayer life, therefore, serves as a model for our own. It is Daniel's dedication to prayer that gets him in trouble with the Babylonian satraps and administrators. We read about this in Daniel chapter 6. Daniel is an old man at this point, well-seasoned in life and in prayer. In fact, Daniel's life of dedicated prayer was well-known. It was public knowledge. We read that Daniel prayed three times a day, as he had done before. Daniel had long established himself as a man of prayer. This was one of the reasons why his advice and counsel was so sought after people knew that Daniel communicated with the Lord, that he enjoyed an interactive relationship with his God. Daniel spoke to God, and God spoke to Daniel. True, Daniel's prayers occurred in private. He knelt down in his room with a window open towards Jerusalem. Yet while his prayers were private, they were not hidden. This is how Daniel was caught defying the king's decree. It's no surprise that Daniel responds to the king's decree with prayer. 
It is the way he responds to all things. Scripture describes the scene this way. When Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went to his upstairs room. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed. Daniel knew that the decree meant trouble for the faithful Israelites living in Babylon. He wasn't the only one who remained faithful to Yahweh. Daniel, a man gifted with interpretation, knew what the decree meant. King Darius had been manipulated by the Babylonian administrators. He had signed a decree that all in Babylon must bow down to the king in prayer, an act which violated the God's first commandment. The trap had been set, and all the faithful Israelites could now be targeted and sent to the lions. Do we respond to life's difficulties in prayer? When we find ourselves caught unawares by the twists and turns of life, do we drop to our knees? Or instead, do we try to meet the challenge head-on, trusting in the strength of our will and the sweat of our brow? How deep does our reservoir of prayer go? Daniel could have acted from strength and power. He could have leveraged his own political clout. He was, after all, third in power over all the Babylonian kingdom. Or he could have chosen to bide his time. After all, the decree was only good for 30 days. Daniel could have refrained from prayer for a season, thus ensuring his safety. Daniel, however, was a humble man. He didn't combat manipulation with manipulation, politics with politics, or power with power. Daniel was a man of prayer, and his prayerful connection to God could not be sacrificed. And so Daniel knelt and called out to God. His prayer was timely and specific. Scripture records that, quote, the administrators went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. Daniel chapter 6, verse 11. In response to the obstacles before him, Daniel sought the one he knew could protect and save. Intersecting Faith and Life How might we follow Daniel's example? It can be easy to view our prayers as something so intensely personal that we rarely speak about it. True, Jesus does teach that, quote, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. This is exactly what Daniel models. And yet, as private as his prayers were, they were also public. They were known. How might you make your life of prayer known? What might it mean for others to know that you begin or end the day in prayer? Like Daniel, could your reliance on prayer be so integrated into your life that it becomes the very foundation of who you are and how you live in this world? Of course, this doesn't have to occur in a self-aggrandizing way. Jesus warns his followers about praying out of a desire for human praise. This is Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. Yet, that verse doesn't mean that our dependence on prayer, especially in the difficult moments of our life, 
cannot do public knowledge. Daniel's example proves that the life of prayer testifies to the strength of prayer. Like Daniel emerging from the den of lions, people see the effect of our prayers. When others know that we respond to the events of life prayerfully, they are able to witness the result of prayer. And maybe, like Darius, they will praise the Lord as a result. For further reading, read Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 14, and the article, How Can We Know If Prayer Really Changes Things, on Crosswalk.com. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to Crosswalk.com. Want to learn more about God and His will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinice Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.